0: Are you recording? Yep. Welcome to The Point SDSU. I am Nate Tubbs. Alongside me is Owen Goldsmith and Jack Powers. We are, you know, correspondents here of SDSU, bringing you all things San Diego State Aztec athletics. Today we are going to be covering some basketball. Jack, why don't you take it away? We have matchups to talk about, um, both past and future. Not entirely ideal, but, yeah, get us into it.
1: Not at all ideal for... The Aztecs basketball, men's basketball team. Losing this week to Colorado State. Colorado State. Now, yes, they're good for a Mountain West team. They they have a chance at making March Madness. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. But losing to Colorado State is not how you wanted to start the week when you have Utah State on Saturday. Not at all. Not at all.
2: Yeah, the final score, they, they ended up losing by... Eight points. Yeah. Um, I think the big thing was just, like, general deficiency. Like, they... There were a ton of lead changes. They took the lead at one point late in the game with, like, seven minutes left. Um, obviously, it's a hard team. Yeah. And a hard place to play on the road. Of course, of course. But I think the big thing everyone's talking about is how the starting five is going to change. Um, he's been trying out a couple different looks, um, but... Like Elijah Sanders has been coming off the bench and starting. He has. Mm-hmm. I think they not necessarily need to find a new starting five, but need to like get back in their rhythm because this isn't the team that you know beat Gonzaga. the The issue for them,
1: I
0: think, recently has been closing out games. Absolutely, and like, and this was a commanding those victories. Yeah. Like, are are we just playing to win? Are we the ones dictating uh, the momentum? Are we making them play us, or are we playing them? And you know, I I have faith in Dutcher, but Owen, oh, like you said, I I think it is time to, you know, rethink what that starting five is and really try to get everybody playing to their potential.
2: I think too. It's like Butler and Waters are the score. You yeah. Know, people who can guards who can like shoot, but the way they play is like low post with Ladie, and mm-hmm. like I don't think they're just getting a mix of like shots. So when you like, yeah. like go into Ladie every time, it's, it's really predictable. Very. But. They, t- the defense is not the problem. No, that's for sure. Yeah, it's,
0: and that's, that's it's never always, been the defense. That's always where we've excelled. Uh, but it, across the board in college basketball, scoring seems to be the issue. So it has to be. It, you know, the primary focus, and like you said, diversifying the shots, diversifying the looks.
2: I think it's like you got to get Waters involved a little
0: more. Yeah. Mom Butler's been playing
2: amazing. He mm-hmm. drops, I mean, he's been averaging like, I want to say like 15 points. Yeah. Well, and we points. can't expect Ladie to drop 25 every game. No, they, it's not they realistic. They schemed him so well, yeah. Colorado State. If you, if you know who you need to defend, absolutely. Then they, you're going to win. So it's, it's, it's just how it works. They took their only lead of the game when it was 61 60, seven minutes left in the game. And that lead lasted for 16 seconds. Mm. And CSU took a timeout, and
0: that timeout led to a 16-5 scoring run, Mm. which pretty much just ended the game. You you talk about commanding the game, like, making them yeah, exactly. players controlling the pace. That's exactly what CSU did. And, yeah. you know, it was uh, a home game for them. And Fort Collins, they they do they, – they love the Aggies. They love the Rams. They love showing out. Um, and SDSU, like, hey, we, we got a target on our backs. Like, yeah. uh, we have kind of proven ourselves to be one of the teams to beat in the Mountain West, which – is an overall very slept-on conference in terms of talent oh, here of in, in college basketball.
2: Yeah, I think at one point it was like five top twenty-five teams. Yeah, all I main yeah. Utah well, State, Nevada.
0: So if you're the Aztecs right now, how are you um, internalizing this loss and then turning it into uh, motivation for a number seventeen Utah State game coming up? I think it's just. It, yeah, I was gonna
2: say it all leads to this home game against Utah State. I mean, I, I, arguably, the, I think a good amount of their season leans on this game. Well, the U- Utah State's leading the Mountain West Conference right now. Yeah, yeah. But they they're also, on face to, to SGSU hasn't lost a home game in like over a year. Yeah, it, it's a game they should win, and if they don't, it's gonna be tough.
1: Well, here's the thing: they're gonna tough have to. to, make to the they're tr- gonna have to stop Utah State's forward, great uh, Osebor. For sure, forward. Mm-hmm. He's averaging nineteen point one points a game. He's obviously their leading scorer. Now that's gonna, defending wise, you know, he's gonna be the, he's gonna be that guy. Um, Utah State shot great from the three point line this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be three and D, and then the rebounds guy is also Osabor. So is gonna have to play great defense against this guy. Same with Saunders if he's guarding him. You're talking about all those big guys. They're going to have to play a big role this week. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not too worried about the guard play or the guard defense. No. But I think it's going to fall on the big men and seeing what they do. And especially not just our starting big guys. It's going to be our bench guys, too. You know, you're going to need to see key roles from them. Yep. Because when Utah State has their bench guys come in, they're they're excelling right now. You know? Yeah. We need, we need all. Miles Bird to come in and have a great game. Miles Bird, when he plays and he has a great bench performance, we win. When uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you got to have everybody on the same page. You got to assign the roles. This is what you need to do. You got to diversify the offensive scoring, Mm -hmm. and then you got you know you got to stop the guys on Utah State that have been
0: killing it all year. Yeah. So Utah State, they are off three straight wins. uh, All in-conference games, San Jose State, Boise State, Fresno State. Uh, Interestingly enough, though, on January 16th, they did fall to – New Mexico, uh, back when they were ranked 19. Yep. Utah's been steady in that 17 spot, and SDSU obviously fluctuating. This is very much the type of game that they can win, that if you're the Aztecs, you kind of need to win, and it's it's at home. Like you yeah. said, they are a very strong home team, and uh, I think they, they are well within themselves to, uh, to dominate this game. I yeah, agree.
1: I think so too. I think like Ian Martinez on Utah State, Darius Brown, they're their three point guys. They're the shooters. Those who you need to lock up. Um now that that's gonna come down to Lamont, um, Waters, like those those are probably gonna be the matchups there. Uh you got Tremel who's gonna need to lock those guys up. They're their three point shooters. Utah States excelled there. They're shooting over forty like forty percent from the line those two or or from mm-hmm. deep, I'm sorry, from like those guys are great. Yeah. That's I think, where it's going to matter, too.
2: Yeah. And going back to what I said earlier, that hole in, like, the four and five positions, a and three, honestly, has to do with Keyshaw transferring to Arizona. Um, yeah. He took mm. a $400,000 NIL deal and has yeah. been, but who he's been understandable <laughs> so well on U of A. Yeah. Like, Consistent starter. Yeah. I've seen him drop like 15
0: points. He was yeah. a like a level of maturity that I think the team needs. He has, yeah. you know, the experience. Well, um, I did.
2: I, I did not know he was like that.
0: Yeah, that good to
2: play that well at a team that's going to go deep. Well, that's but that's what grand. makes Ladee's, um, Ladee's block change from yeah, last concerned. year to this yes. year so impressive great
1: for yeah. SU. I mean, I think Ladis knew he had to come in this year and take charge? Because I think it was the confidence factor for him. Yeah. I mean, you kind of saw him during the tournament last year. Yeah, he was good. But it wasn't the guy when he shot. You're like, oh, my gosh, yes. That's the guy I want shooting right now. And now right he now. averages like 21. And now he's a top-ten uh, he, scorer in college
0: basketball. He, he looks program. like a professional yes.
2: out there. He's, 100%. He's nominated for a couple awards, mm-hmm. season awards. Yeah. Well, well, I, deserving I mean, too. He, he might just earn himself a draft.
1: I think, he's I, earned,
2: I think he'll get drafted. I think he'll go to the NBA for sure. Yeah. I don't see why. He won. I think he knows that too. That's why, dude, he's going to be pushing this year in the tournament. Yeah. Not going to make Oh,
0: they're, they're playing for their futures. and yeah. um, But that's what's great. That's what we need. Absolutely. And the, the
2: guards have surprised me too. Reese Waters
0: has mm-hmm. been playing yeah.
2: so well. Lamont Butler has been scoring a lot. I think they just need to make the tournament. Yeah. Well, once they do, our coach can scheme it. This
1: game's kind of one of those games you need to win in terms of Mount West Mm -hmm. Conference championship and going into the
2: Mount West Conference tourney. I just think you need to win it in general. And I actually have a lot of confidence they will. Because this is the thing, what I've noticed is Dutch, our coach, like. With these big games, when he has a good amount of time to plan for it, he schemes the game so well. Like that Gonzaga game, yeah. that was all coaching, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it was like they Mark Few got out coached. They mm-hmm. played such good defense; they suffocated them. They ran a full court press for like half the game. The thing is, like when you have time to prepare for a really hard game like this, like you said, it's at home. Yep. Got the full team. Like I think it's gonna come down to defense, and um, I really do think they're gonna win. Yeah. I think they. I think
1: there's a strong, strong case, and I think, in terms of the Mountain West Conference, this mm-hmm. game has a lot of meaning. Um, yeah, let's talk I thi- Mountain West. Yeah, I think it's important because Mountain West Conference, you know, people are starting to talk about it more. But I'm going to tell you right now, I think there's four teams in there that should be ranked right now. Legitimately, should be ranked. I know S C S U just lost, but I do think they should be a ranked team. Same with Colorado State. I think they've always been. Same with New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Now all those four teams, they keep going into the top twenty, maybe top 50, You know, yeah, going they're, they're buoyant, and then they keep dropping, and, you know, because they're all beating each other. Mm-hmm. And but look at the Big Twelve; they do that every day too. Yeah, so I think they're they're a conference yeah. that has really proven that they can have six teams competing because Boise State still, even though they're not necessarily a ranked team, I think in my yeah. opinion, they're still they're still a team that that beats any of these you know other teams when yeah, they're, they're at
0: their place there's no there's no easy game in the mountain west you even have uh, Nevada they're 16 and oh, yeah. 5 overall uh, about them. yeah and they're they're 3 and 4 in the conference like these are these are hard fought games no matter what Colorado State uh, they've fallen to the sixth spot in the mountain west um Standings, so that that tournament um, will have great intrigue. I think it doesn't get nearly enough attention, nor will it get um, enough coverage once, once it's happening. Just because there's bigger fish to fry, if you're ESPN, 100%. and I think that's where we come in. Uh, like these are incredible games, very talented teams, players, coaches, and worthy of attention. So that is you know our goal in uh, in this is uh, kind of reminding everybody that the Mountain West is here and uh you know San Diego State making the the finals in the tournament last year was um it's a big deal a very big deal yeah
1: let's just go to Vegas watch the whole tournament
0: <laughs> come on
1: <laughs> all three of us been to it before yeah
2: <laughs> it's very fun i mean uh i don't know that's going to be those tournaments are hard this is by far the best year I've seen the Mountain West. yeah mm-hmm. so. I think that I think that conference tournament too is gonna have a lot of meat but honestly still like I don't think these teams are better than SDSU and that might be bold like I really New Mexico like I know we've dropped games to them but our schedule we're gonna be playing a lot of them at home coming up mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I don't know I really do think we can win out. Yeah. This game against Utah State, I know we play UNM at home. I know we play Boise again at home and Colorado State or something yeah. like that. So it's like I, I, we can I, really I we we can
1: get you. ranked. I them. do think, though, that the only team right now who I would say, okay, I think they could beat us, is, it would be Utah State. Like, yeah. But I think since we're at home, sure. we're going to have a great advantage here. But other than that, I mean, we it, we
0: got to yeah. use it to our advantage. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, as I keep thinking about the Mountain West Conference, you we still got UNLV in there. Like, mm-hmm. as much as we beat them by over ten, uh, beat them by double digits, it's still they beat Creighton this year. Yeah, on a new on a neutral court.
0: Yeah. Uh, there is a uh, there is a matter of like are these te- these teams are very talented but are they tournament ready the way San Diego State is I think under Dutcher it's just a part of the culture to like play these games play these tournament games differently and you talk about the scheme like they are. Uh, you know, coming with a a level of fire and expectation of themselves that I think other teams just do not have. Of course, they expect themselves to win, but Utah State is uh, relatively new to this conversation of being, uh, you know, the team to beat. So San Diego State has the opportunity to kind of use this time where the target is not entirely on their back to uh, – really prepare to really get ready to uh, prove people wrong and um, make that make that run because they have all the, the talent that well, they can. I think, could. unfortunately, too, I think SDSU might have a better team than last year, mm-hmm.
1: which I don't know if that's crazy to say, but I, I think they do have a better
2: team. But, unfortunately, the conference is just so yeah. deep now. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't necessarily like that last I year. I think they've played – they for sure played better through this part of the regular season yeah. than mm-hmm. they had last year. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Like – even with Johnson last year, we didn't have someone like Ladee. No. Leading, I mean, top 10 scorer in the nation. Yeah. And I also just think... Our, our shooting's better.
1: I think we have guys like yeah. when they shoot the ball. I'm confident when they shoot yes. it. It's not yes. like I'm like, oh, why are you shooting that shot? Mm-hmm. And Parrish is one of those guys like who's really yes. kind of turned it. When he mm. shoots it, he's yeah. a lot yeah.
2: better shooter than he used to be. Because they've always the defense will never. That's a coaching thing, you know. Yeah, but the, it's this last. I mean, We couldn't score last year. Yeah, and that our a offense of the was tournament. always a problem. But even it's like those. But the tournament proved that defense, you know, wins games. <laughs> yeah, it clamped up Bama and Creighton. Bama, to that who games. was the. Biggest offensive scoring team last year Mm -hmm. in the country. So, yeah, exciting things to come, especially for basketball, (laughs) football too. We talked about it last week.
0: It's a big change coming. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll have uh, all of those new recruits being uh, being covered here on the on the podcast and through Breakpoint SDSU content. Um, Another. Uh, big season coming up. SDSU baseball. I'm excited for it. Uh, I just saw yesterday. My my dad sent me a text. We had you uh, Darvish and Joe Musgrove, um, accompanied by catcher Luis Campusano, on Tony Gwynn Field. Um, Sick. Yeah, they were getting some reps in. You know, uh, this is a, a a program that I think deserves more attention. And uh, you know, and we're gonna cover it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, especially when the season comes around. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Maybe,
1: maybe we can get players on here. Yeah. Why not?
0: Oh, the the ceiling is incredibly high, but uh, I think that'll just about wrap things up here for The Point SDSU. Again, I'm Nate Tubbs. Alongside me is Owen Goldsmith and Jack Powers. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you of course.